0: Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 2 Samuel chapter 9 from the World English Bible. David said, Is there yet any who is left of Saul's house that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? There was of Saul's house a servant whose name was Ziba, and they called him to David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba? He said, I am your servant. The king said, Is there not yet any of Saul's house that I may show the kindness of God to him? Ziba said to the king, Jonathan still has a son who is lame in his feet. The king said to him, Where is he? Ziba said to the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, in Lodabar. Then King David sent and brought him out of the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, from Lodabar. Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and showed respect. David said, Mephibosheth. He answered, Behold your servant. David said to him, Don't be afraid, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan your father's sake, and will restore to you all the land of Saul your father. You will eat bread at my table continually. He bowed down and said. What is your servant that you should look at such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, All that belonged to Saul and to all his house I have given to your master's son. Till the land for him, you, your sons and your servants. Bring in the harvest that your master's son may have bread to eat. But Mephibosheth, your master's son, will always eat bread at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then Ziba said to the king, According to all that my lord the king commands his servant, so your servant will do. So Mephibosheth ate at the king's table like one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. All that lived in Ziba's house were servants to Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem, for he ate continually at the king's table. He was lame in both his feet. That is the end of chapter 9. Since the chapter before this, chapter 8, was a lot of summary about all of David's kingdom, and there are no specific time markers here in chapter 9, we don't know exactly when this happened according to the account here. Now, it was probably after David was already established in Jerusalem and has the tone of being after Ishbosheth is murdered. Because it gives the impression of David being solidly established as a powerful king, which is evidenced by his confident approach to the whole affair and the humility of others in approaching him. We know from 2 Samuel chapter four verse four that Mephibosheth was five years old when Saul died and became lame, and David became king in Hebron. And now Mephibosheth is old enough to have a small son. So it's at least a few years into David's reign in Jerusalem. The way that Ziba responds to David and all of this seems to verify or be based on what was in chapter 8 about David's reputation for justice and righteousness. From the whole tone of this chapter, Ziba seems like a decent fellow. Um, He follows through with taking care of Mephibosheth's land and stuff, and there's just no indication that he's doing Anything other than being straightforward. So it is noteworthy that he seems to trust David. Uh, also, Ziba was Saul's servant, and he had no qualms in telling him where Mephibosheth was. Possibly this was politically motivated, but that's not the sense I get from the account. Notice that Mephibosheth lives in someone else's house, so he's not in a position of power or status. And in the world's view, Mephibosheth and David are enemies but David at this point is more than a conqueror. You can compare that to Romans 8.37 for us. And in this confidence of his place in God and where God has placed him, he is loving his ostensible enemy, an enemy who might kill him to take his place or at least get revenge. A counterexample to this, the antithesis of this, is Satan's attempts To gain the throne of the Almighty God, which he found out the hard way he can't get, but he will still do everything in his hate filled, putrid mind to kill the heirs of Christ, trying to get them to despair or to deny, even though we are, as Christ's heirs, already conquerors. But getting back to Mephibosheth, you can understand why he is in fear of his life. But he receives loving kindness, not only peace, but abundant prosperity. In another picture of showing that David is a man after God's own heart, we see him being an example of our final peace in the new heavens and earth, where we can see our king face to face. See 1 Corinthians 13, 12. Poor Mephibosheth is basically helpless to care for himself, especially during this time period. People in his condition were frequently beggars. And I see it as like what sin does to us. It incapacitates us and makes us incapable of living the way God designed us to when He said everything was very good before sin was brought into the world. But God, in His mercy, brings us to His table. We just have to accept the invitation to be part of His kingdom. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.